Kanye is an artist, and I respect that in so many like the way his brain works. Okay. I respect that, and I feel like that triumphs like him being a business person, him being like. I don't know, able to dance or able to sing, you know, because Beyonce can dance, sing, Michael Jackson can dance, sing, you know. What's up? Welcome to the You Know's Best Pod. I appreciate your support. In return, I hope I provide you with some worthwhile gems that benefit you on your journey. At the very least, I hope I put a smile on your face. If not, hopefully you share this with someone that does benefit. And I got you next time. Again, thanks for joining today, and let's get this thing going. Uh, welcome to another episode of the You Know's Best Pod, where I'm going to give you the truth, the whole truth. Well, as best as I can, so help me God. Uh, today's a special episode. We're chilling today. We're not talking about nothing too serious. Well, maybe we will, but you know, nothing top of mind today. Uh, we got a couple episodes coming up uh, around career paths uh, for being a black filmmaker to being a stylist to being a tattoo artist to being uh, someone that works in tech and tech and product um, accountants, all type of people. You know, I got a lot of friends in a lot of different uh, areas, uh, but. Even with me, she's a nurse. Um, she worked with uh, the mentally ill or those that need. Help. I work in behavioral health. Yeah, behavioral health, right? I don't want to say the wrong word. Um, you know, and so she's a very professional. She's been doing that for about 10 years. Uh, she has a very interesting story. Don't Google her. I won't say her last name because um, I Googled her the first time when I met her and was thrown off a little bit. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not even but, supposed to be funny. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, everybody got a backstory. I'm just glad I don't show up on Google for any reasons other than my social media. Yeah, so we just we chopping it up today. Uh, it's Friday. It's live on Palooza weekend here in Chicago. Uh, I guess that's why you got the ACDC shirt on. No, I got the ACDC shirt. I do have my ACDC shirt on because of Lava. Yeah, we'll roll with that. Or you just trying to keep it? was either ACDC or it was Power Rangers. Yeah, Power Rangers would probably be more rare for you. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Which, which one was your favorite Power Ranger? The pink one. I, I had. She, she was the weakest one, though. Like, she's always the weakest fighter. When I was younger, my favorite color was pink. And my brother had already picked the red one. So it was either the pink one or the yellow. Yeah, I was, I was one of those that were my favorite. It was the Green Ranger. I'm always... Yeah. You want to be the, like the super, super... Or just the different one. Like the one that ain't part of the group, but part of the group. All right. You know? The and, guest? No, he's not the guest. He ended up being the leader. The White Ranger was the, the leader. character. The White oh, Ranger wow. was the leader All right. of the Power Rangers. Well, I didn't have many options. That's the problem. No, I didn't have many options. I had an That's older true. brother. That's real. They they didn't really give y'all lots of videos to give it. Not back then. What's going on in your life? What's going on in your world? Um, right now I am in a pivot actually. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I did behavioral health for a very long time in nursing, and um, I love behavioral health. Right, it's very important. Mm -hmm. Um, but I am switching to something different. I'm switching into nurse tech. Okay. So um, it's going to be a journey. I'm going to miss doing what I do. I love um, helping people who like really need the help. I love helping people who don't have the support that they need. Um, 
And since you want to bring up my story, that is definitely what kind of led me into being a nurse, doing behavioral health, all of that stuff. Um, don't Google me, but I am a victim of gun violence. Survivor of gun violence. Yes, you're right. You are. Survivor. I am a survivor. I'm not gonna give up. Please don't stop. I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna work harder. All right. So. <laughs> Um, I'm a survivor of gun violence. I was actually shot at a party um, when I was in school, like two days before I was supposed to start my senior year of school, my senior year of nursing school, all of that good stuff. Um, I was shot in my back hip, hip bone shattered, and my the bullet got lodged into my uterus. So it was a big thing um, because they thought I was going to have, uh, have to have a hysterectomy. So... Um, that's what I went into surgery thinking, um, but shout out to my God, didn't have to have a hysterectomy. Big God. Yes, big God doing big things. And so that's why I stand here today, just to like be um, that person that lets people know to keep moving forward because uh, that wasn't the end of my journey. It wasn't just, oh, you got shot in, you know, like that was that. Yeah. I still had to process the trauma. I still had to um forgive certain people um and I still had to overcome a lot of things because like physically I couldn't even walk I couldn't do uh, I couldn't be in school I couldn't do clinicals for like a semester so yeah it was a process but um that's why behavioral health is so important to me because uh I went through a lot of PTSD uh extreme anxiety depression and I still came out on top um, I'm a nursing supervisor of a behavioral health facility now, so um, it's going to be sad for me when I leave, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we all got to make kids, but, you know, that's, that's that's something that I think the black community needs to talk more around. Like, I think we all have trauma. Um, I didn't even know Chicago had, like, a stop and gun violence day until I was at church. Uh, that was June. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, like, I think, you know, PTSD is like a word that I think a lot of people don't really understand that you can have PTSD from a, like just from your childhood. Uh, I know my father suffers from PTSD. He's in the military. I think a lot of it also comes from his childhood. Um, you know, and I think there's a stigma for people sometimes gaslighting when they well, I got PTSD. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so uh, kudos to you for doing that work for so long. You know, I know. You told me some stories about yeah. <laughs> at work. Uh, what was that girl? Uh, the what did y'all call her? Uh, Big Red or something? Yeah, yeah. Don't get <laughs> yeah, yeah. She had a patient that was out here putting in work. Mm -hmm. on yeah, staff. I mean, look, and you you never know what you're getting in the day, and that's why I loved it too. It was like just you could have somebody that might you might have to. You know, they might attack you. Me personally, I don't ran from patients. I'm not ashamed to say it, but it's not always like that. I don't want people to think that like, oh, it's just you always dealing with the crazy folks. Like there's there's more to it. But yeah, I definitely have my stories. Somebody told me that I was a Jedi when I first started psych nursing. Big Red called you a little fake mermaid or something. Yeah, she was trying to say I look like Holly Bailey. So I was a fake ass little mermaid. <laughs> 
<laughs> for uh, the entire time that she was there. So yeah. And, and don't get me confused, Whitney's a very small person, so to be in those settings would be like five, two and some change. <laughs> so like yeah, I don't know if I would even be in that space at that little at that small of a stature, but you know, that's it's great work that you were doing. Being that that's something that you've done, um, and now you're pivoting, you know, what made you want to pivot into that space? Mm-hmm. The, new, the new space that you wanted to? Honestly, could say had a little to do with just TikTok, social media, realizing that you don't have to stay. I kind of always knew you don't have to stay in the hospital, but I thought outside of the hospital is really just like care coordination, case management, utilization, which is like insurance stuff or like just helping patients from like a paper paperwork point of view. Uh, a year ago, um, when I was like, just getting into my supervisor role, we had a go live to change uh, our electronic health records system. Um, so we switched over and we had to have super users, which is people that um, knew how to use the system very well. And they would go around and they would show people how to do that. So I was one of those people. I took the training. To be honest, I didn't even take the full training, but I'm smart. So I took the training um, and I was a super user for like the, uh, what first two weeks of us going live with the system. And I was just like, Oh, if you can do this, you know, in your hospital, there has to be more people like just in general, more people for the actual, uh, rec- like health record company, all of that type of stuff that is probably, you know, like working in health tech. So I started Googling, started doing my research, um, figured out that nursing informatics is a big thing and it's upcoming. You can actually go and get your master's for it, which is what I will be doing eventually. Um, and then I just had to figure out, do I really want to leave behavioral health, which I felt like it's about that time. So, yeah. Speaking of behavioral health, did you ever start watching Crowded Room? No. You oh. never, did you tell me about It's like each person get one thing. So I got Hulu. My little brother has Apple TV. I mean, my dad has like Netflix, Disney Plus. So yeah, we just, just we share. Yeah, y'all know when the apps gonna start telling y'all y'all can't share outside the house. Right? Then they gonna have to come to the house and log in from their thing. There's ways around it. This is why I'm in tech now. Because I'm not going to say No. All right. It sounds like you're stealing, but, you know, we... I'm not. That's not stealing. I'm not going to give nobody a name. If you're going to give me a name, make me Robin Hood. 
<laughs> to the close. floor. He wasn't a stealer. Yeah. He wasn't a thief. What was he? He was a repurposer. Redistributor. A redistributor. I like that. Wholesaler. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can be that. I can be. Yeah, I could be that. Yeah, I mean, because you ain't no crook. Seeing this, because no. you know a girl from the south suburbs. You know, you from exactly. You My say, dad is a police officer. So your dad ain't crook, huh? No, he's a very honest man, very well, noble man. The funny thing is, I know so many black people from Chicago whose parents are cops. Like. What's going on? Like I don't know. I mean, my, my manager's parents was cops. Uh, Carissa last uh, episode, her mom was a cop. Your daddy a cop. I like know so many black people, but y'all be having these issues with the police in Chicago. <laughs> What's going on, bro? Well, my dad wasn't a Chicago police officer. He it's was actually hurt. yeah, he was in Orland Park, and he was the first black cop in Orland Park too. So, Jeez. Okay. yeah, that so that's be, different. That had to be interesting for sure. Very, yeah, they was really racist out there, but you know, you know what? I think, and I think a lot of people forget. You know, like I've lived in all these different places, and um, I think a lot of times people forget that. Outside of these big cities, it's pretty racist in the country, mm-hmm. countryside or whatever. Or like once you leave the, the city limits, because I used to have friends in Cali, like especially during the uh, 2016 election, mm-hmm. um, and I had friends being like, "Damn, Hubert, you y'all Georgia people, y'all South people." I was like, "Bro, did you actually look at the?" The numbers in California, right. like outside of them pockets where all the liberals live at, California red as hell too. Like I'm like that. That just is what it is. Um, yeah, every state around them is like a flip flopper. Nevada. Yeah. Well, Oregon isn't, and neither is Washington. But like, yeah, Nevada, Arizona, uh, Utah red as hell. I'm sorry, why? I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Bro, so don't get me being okay. random on the show, bro. Okay, sorry. Yeah, cut it out. So Whitney is me and Whitney get along because we both love music, we both both love movies. Uh, but she random as hell. It's like <laughs> she be just into anything and saying anything <laughs> at any time. Um, but yeah, so we're both single parents. You have a little daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Little Riley. Yes. Yes. She's four. Who looks nothing like you. Because how, they how, say, does that, <laughs> how does that make you feel? It makes me feel sad. But they say that the, the baby always comes out looking like the person who stretched you out the most during pregnancy. So... I'm not throwing shade at all. We are. This is not a shade thrower. He just stressed me out a little. We're great now. Like He's a great dad. He's a great hey, dad. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. a great great dad. Okay. So All right. I mean she looks like she looks like him. Apparently. Yeah, she yeah. don't look like me. You know they said the child looked like the person that would put in the most work. I don't believe that. Um, yeah. Um, I'll plead the fifth. But Riley does have your height, because you know, she's perfectly challenged. 
Don't come at my daughter. She's short as my son. Riley is like three years old. That's not true. Riley is Riley is just like me and her personality. She is like small in stature, but she has a big personality, so Mm -hmm. it makes up for it. And And what does Riley call me? Peter Parker. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Riley's Multiverse. Peter Parker. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how her personality grows. You yeah. Know, like, a lot of times I was told that I was like very chill as a little kid. And then I became like this big personality. So it would be interesting to see if she pivots and starts being like more chill. But I think you said her dad is like a big personality. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, there's no hope for that. Yeah. She's going to be. Y'all going to be in college school. Probably. I mean, because she's going to talk too much. But she'll be smart. I know that much. Like I'm very smart. Her dad's very smart. We just know to try to... We try to mold it now. You know? Like, you got to try to mold the kid while they're young. So that when they get older, they use their different personality for... Like, yeah, good stuff. Not to be like the class clown or... You know, they mean to other people, right? That's true. Yeah. As a single parent and, and dating, like how how is that navigation like? Because you one you keep odd hours because you're a parent, so you, right, right. But then you also have to navigate having your child on certain days when she's not with her father. So like, how's that? How's that been? So I actually, when I first had Riley, I took like a year off from dating completely just to, just to like focus on being a mom because that transition is, it can be tough. Um, and then following that was like Corona because Riley was born in 2019. So the next year was 2020, yada, yada, yada. I had enough time to figure out how I wanted to do things, basically. Like how I wanted to try to date or um, like whether or not uh, I want to like even introduce her to certain people, let her know about certain people, those type of things. Um, so now... It's a struggle as far as like timing because I do have a different schedule. I work 12 hour shifts, three days a week. Sometimes I work on the weekends now. Sometimes I don't. Um, But I do have a very strong um, co-parent. So Riley's dad is like willing to take her if need be as long as like he's not at work or as long as like his schedule can um, work with it. Um, and apparently he's like rooting on me to, you know, meet somebody because well, we won't Riley, get into that. Riley, <laughs> Don't embarrass Riley, me. Because Riley, <laughs> Riley says her prayers at night and, you know. Riley won't find her husband. <laughs> That's crazy. So, yeah, it, it, it works out in that way where I think um, my support system being a single mother, like, is pretty dope because I have her dad, I have my parents, I have um, my siblings, like, they're all willing to, like, keep her for a little while if I need, even if I just need a break for myself, but they'll definitely keep her if I'm needing to, like, go on a date, um, if I need to work, whatever. So, it just kind of falls into that same category of, like, if you need a sitter, I got you kind of thing. So, they don't even really ask questions, but it helps um, 
in the dating scene as far as being available. You mentioned that we kind of similar in like our parent situation is that you, when, when your child was born, you were not with the, the parent, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. But then I want to get into like how you talked about like being shot and almost having her hysterectomy. So mm-hmm. we're going to put a pin in that one. But like, how was that like for you mentally to like be having a child with somebody and then realizing that y'all not going to be together? Did it make mm-hmm. crazy? So, um, yeah, me and Riley, me and Riley's dad, we were together probably like up until that point. Um, and I believe that when he found out I was pregnant, it was just a different type of stress for him. Like, I don't think that, I mean, obviously, I don't think that he didn't want her or anything, but I think that he was just kind of dealing with his own stuff too, which I didn't know. So, um, I felt lonely. I felt abandoned. Um, I could say it with a smile on my face now because, like, it's in the past. But, yeah, like, I felt lonely. I felt abandoned. I almost felt like, didn't we discuss that this was something that we wanted kind of thing? Um, and then it just got really sticky because he was there for Riley, but he wasn't there for me. So, he was showing up to the doctor's appointments. Like, we did the gender reveal together. Um and even by the time like the baby shower came around, we even tried to like start living together, but it just wasn't working. Right. And so it got to the point where um, after Riley was born, I just kind of asked myself, like, what is it that you need to make you ha- happy? Because I can't be unhappy and trying to be a new mom, too. Mm-hmm. And just as a side bar Riley put me through hell when I was pregnant I was like always in the doctor's office or in the like triage for nurse uh I mean for um OB basically uh shoot my blood sugar blood pressure everything was just all out of whack with her so um I was high risk just off of her not even off of like my own physical issues or whatever that I might have had from my past trauma but um yeah, so it was really a struggle, and I just got to the point where once I had her, I was like, okay, well, what do you need to make you happy? I had a conversation with her dad as well. I'm like, I need you to, uh, I just need us to be on one accord with this. Like, obviously, we've been living together for the last trimester. It don't feel the same. Like, what what is the issue? Um, and he kind of felt like I abandoned him, so it was good to have that conversation because it's like, you felt like I wasn't there for you and I felt like you weren't there for me and we were both needing a little more as far as support went. But by that point, it was just kind of like, the yeah, it was done. Like the best thing we could do is focus on co-parenting. And so that's what we decided on was that we were just going to co-parent, be the best parents we could be for Riley. Um, started off a little rocky. I definitely say up until maybe like 10 months into her being you know being here um or at least like i could say like we we had it together by like year one by her first birthday so yeah i think a lot of times it's tough navigating like communication is hard especially with something like so personal so serious like um and it's hard to like see outside of yourself like i know even in my situation like i had so much going on that like while i don't 
love or feel like how everything was handled was handled in the way that it should have been. But I mean, I'm a, I'm only one person in this equation, mm-hmm. so I don't like I don't know what's going on. I didn't know what was going on with my son's mother um, and her situation. So you know, that's why I did. I just pray. I pray over our relationship that you know we can uh, move forward, be have a positive relationship, and continue continue to do so. Make sure our son turns out to be a good person. Yeah. You know, like pouring to him because you know the more time we spend focused on our issues or egos or pride or whatever the less time we can you know spend dealing with him you know what I'm saying so I I totally understand it so you said you were high risk even outside of those issues but like was that something that you thought about like when you got pregnant like hey this is gonna this is gonna be something that I can get through yeah y'all wanna know the (laughs) so let me tell you the real reason why I got pregnant the real reason why I got pregnant and I've had my talks with God about this is because I had very little faith on the fact that like I was going to be able to have a child or not. Um, so when I got into, yeah, when I got into a serious relationship with somebody that I felt, you know, like somebody that I love, somebody that was already a parent and he was actually a, a single dad. So I was around his daughter a lot and I just, I kind of knew he was going to, you know, take care of his own. We had those conversations as well. It's not like I set them up, (laughs) y'all. But, um, yeah, just moving too fast and wanting things too soon um, and not just waiting on God and being patient. uh, I feel like it was a lesson learned because I got what I wanted. Yeah, like I got my daughter and I'm so grateful that she's here. But... The process, yeah, the process of like even getting her here, um, it was it was rough. So it was always in the back of my my mind. Um, even after first thing they said to me when I got out of surgery was we were able to save your uterus. Um, so it was like a breath of fresh air. Uh, but then I kept asking like, so since you were be able to you were able to save it, like now what? And nobody could give me those type of answers. Right. As a woman, like my cycle was wacky after that. And so that was like another thing that was making me scared. I went to the doctor and they diagnosed me with PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, after running tests and seeing follicles on my ovaries. But uh I just I don't know, like that's what that's the diagnosis they gave me, but I just kind of feel like um it's not very true, especially because after I had my daughter, everything went back to normal and regulated and everything. But those were things basically that had me feeling like, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to have kids? And I mean, I've always wanted to be a mom. So I took that risk of trying to get pregnant, like even though I was not married, even though I was not, I mean, we just weren't at that point in our relationship. Even if we were moving, like, fat, we were probably moving too fast, but it was just something that I wanted. So I was being a little pushy about, yeah. about it. And so you trapped him in. I didn't trap him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, he made a, he made a conscious decision to. Yeah. You know, I like, mean, I don't, I don't really was. believe in dudes being trapped, you know, like, I know a lot of times people would ask me like how I felt about having my child or somebody that I wasn't dating or with, um, and they were like, oh, what's the trap? I was like, 
No, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go that far. No, it, it takes like I, two. Yeah, I laid down. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I didn't have any protection though. So, you know, I think a lot of times people have to own up to their own thing and like, you know, make peace with their decision uh, to do something that doesn't turn out in the way that they would love for it to. But, you know, that that's life. You know, we make decisions. And there's consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If y'all seen any of my episodes, you know I say that every choice has a consequence. <laughs> you see? Um, and, there, and I say that for a reason. But, yeah, I mean, I think your story isn't, you know, much different than a lot of, a lot of people. Like, you know, I, I always talk about how people don't like condoms. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what propaganda in the black community is being, but like, bro, when I tell you I was dumbfounded when I found out how many women don't <laughs> make men put on condoms. But we're not going to get too deep into that conversation, but hey, I put on condoms. As, uh, as, a, single, as a single father, um, I have I've learned my lesson. You know, I used to be team no condom. I am very team put a condom on. Bro. Like, unless, like, unless you are in a very serious relationship and you're about to be married, and even then, you might still need to put one on. Um, strap it up. Yeah, or else, as Riley's dad would say, you get the biggest sexually transmitted disease possible. And that's a baby. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, speaking of which, your daughter's a troll, right? Yes, my daughter's a troll. So, <laughs> but something needs to be, like, we need to have more conversations with parents about people, like, with younger adults. Like, your children are going to be trolls. Like, whatever personality you have, your child is going to probably have that personality or the other parent's personality. And my son, when I tell you that little boy is like me, he is so particular. Like, if he don't like something, he'd be like, he don't know how to communicate. I don't like it, so he start crying. Or he like, he gets, yo, I had to catch myself a couple times because he like shoved the food away from his face and I'm like hey hey you're not you're not big enough to do that to me uh, but like he's very much like me and like you can't even be mad at it yeah you just I'd be like bro I can only imagine what you gonna be like when you're like able to talk and mm-hmm. you're bigger like I'm I, I ain't gonna I'm not advocating putting your hands in your children <laughs> but like I just I don't I'm, I don't know I'm not ready for the day that my son becomes a bigger version of me and his mom because he don't he gonna have parts of her personality too. And if he had either one of our miles, bro, God bless. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But your daughter be troubling the hell out of you. That's because she my daughter is my child. And <laughs> and it's not even just me, it's her dad too. Like she's very she's she's very insightful. Mm-hmm. She's very um She's an empath too, so she can feel, you know, like what's going on. She can, she knows, like if her mom is happy about something, if her mom is sad about something. But she's also a four-year-old, so she takes her little pieces of like what goes on in Riley's little mind, and then she mixes it with what she, you know, like what she's learning from like the bigger world, along with like the personalities that she's around the most. So it's. Yeah, she can be. <laughs> yeah, I've been on the phone with her trolling it. It'd be hilarious. Like, um, like the Peter Parker thing. 
her singing true love. Riley. Like, she so Riley it. likes to sing true love, true love, true love to her mom whenever like somebody calls her on the phone. I think with me specifically, like if I call her on the phone and it's late and Riley in the room, she'd be like, is that Peter Parker? She's she, like, you are in true love. Mind you, my child loves Disney because I love Disney. So she's yeah. a big princess, true love, you know, all of that type of person. So she just, yeah, she takes that and she rolls with it. It's embarrassing. <laughs> hey, and so pivot into Disney, right? So your child watches Disney. Mm-hmm. Right. What's the last thing? She saw Little Mermaid. She saw Little Mermaid. She saw... Well, um, I don't know. Do we call into the Spider Verse? Are you sure see that? She saw it with her dad, uh, but yeah, that's why she was all Peter Parker multiverse. Like, don't you get it? Uh, um, yeah, yeah. She's Riley. Actually, she's really big on Marvel. She knows, like, she knows Spider Man, Iron Man. You know, Black Panther. Like she knows those characters very well, um, which I'm proud of. And then she knows her princesses too. So we gotta watch, we gotta watch uh, Super Mario. Yes. It's out there. Oh, and she got. she likes that too. Hey, this is about to be Give him a sponsor. Yeah, I need sponsors. This is also filmed by Sony and Canon. Send me those sponsor dollars. <laughs> And Apple. And Apple. <laughs> and Movado. And Fashion Yeah, Urban Outfitters. All of y'all. Right. I love you. Me too. Because you know I'm in tech now. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to name your favorite Disney movie. My favorite Disney movie is actually... A Disney movie that not too many people have heard of, and now I'm gonna make you watch it. It's Meet the Robinsons. Yes. Okay. So I have a quote on the side, on the side of. You're you know, Yeah. It's called "Keep Moving Forward." It's a quote. That's actually a Walt Disney quote. That's how big of a Disney fan I am. But that quote is like played at the end of Meet the Robinsons too, which is my favorite Disney movie, so that's why I put it. And this is like a live action? No, it's a a cartoon. cartoon. Yeah. So it's a cartoon. It's about a kid. He's actually um, an orphan, and he wants to get adopted very badly, but he also has like this quirkiness to him. Oh, Um, no wonder. Yeah, and so he's just... uh, He's so focused on trying to figure out where he came from, like who his mom was, because he was like dropped off when he was younger. But he's actually very smart, too. So he makes um, he makes a machine to show him his memories, like his very first memories when he was a kid. But in the midst of all of like all of that going on, somebody from the future comes to him and says, like, we need you in the future to help something. Um, and I don't want to give away the rest of it just in case y'all want to watch it, but it's got a great plot twist and um, the actual topic of it all is basically to keep moving forward, opening new doors and experiencing new things. And so that's why I like the movie so much. So, yeah, that's my favorite Disney movie. It's really good. This is me trying to convince you. I'm going to take your word for it because I'm a big Lion King fan, so if it ain't. Oh, well, yeah, we want to go, you know, traditional Disney, then yeah, Lion King would be like top tier. 
yeah. there's so much you can learn from it. It's yeah. very spiritual. Tell I would love to watch. I would love to watch Lion King off of a dummy. Oh, you got, you got, we don't do drugs. Yeah, we don't do drugs. No drugs, kids. (laughs) But nah, seriously, I mean, if that's what you do. But no, oh, I would love to. It's legal here. Yeah, (laughs) but I would love to. Okay, no, backspace that. Lion King is very spiritual. Okay, tell me more about that. Lion King is spiritual because. Other than. Mufasa oh yeah other than him. Mufasa it's really about like tackling what you've left behind or what you're running from okay. like and the process that you have to go through before you actually tackle anything so like you know Simba he ran away after his dad was killed he was you know thinking that he was the one who even did it and that's because the devil is alive so okay. I mean he had to Sometimes you gotta like take some time. I'm not gonna, you know, say you gotta stick around in the thick of it when things happen. Like different situations bring about different ways of, you know, like making it through. So yeah, he had to he had to get away. He had to like meet some people, do some different things, experience some different stuff. He ate some bugs instead of eating. So he was homeless. No. He technically homeless. He was without home. He was a lion. The wilderness. Yeah. Okay, well, there's so people in the that, Bible who... Yeah. So it's spiritual. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Right. So he left... Four days and 40 nights. <laughs> yeah, he left, you know, he he left... Power and then, son, right. And somebody sent for him because, you know, Nala came back and she was just like... Well, she didn't even really send for him, but that's just how God works sometimes. Like, he just puts people in your spaces that are, you know, needed for you to... To grow and no, they ran into that, each other. Maybe that's the underlying reason. Maybe I'm saying that. I just I think I like the music and the storyline, but it's bigger. Than that. It's bigger than that. It's mm-hmm. deeper than that. You know, I think everything you know. Yeah. Brought back to like, either religion or some type of spiritual thing. Yeah. What's your all time worst Disney movie? Worst Disney movie. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, but it's this Disney movie. That the um, that I heard was really racist. That was based off of Splash Mountain at Disney World. But yeah, it was supposed to be real. Oh, that too. Anything that's like racially insensitive. Yeah, yeah, do better. They said Walt Disney was racist. That's what they say. I don't know. Don't don't, don't sue me, Disney. I, that's what they say. I didn't say he could have been racist. I mean, especially given like the time, time frame that he grew up in, it's possible. Yeah. But um, so, what's your favorite movie that you've seen recently that's not a Disney? Movie? That's not a Disney movie. Or favorite TV show? Something you've been watching? Well, actually, I've been rewatching Insecure, even though it's. Why are y'all like rewatching? I'm rewatching Insecure. I'm rewatching Girlfriends. I'm rewatching Girlfriends because my sister and my mom swear that I act like the weird one. Lynn, no. Oh. They think I act like um John. John, yeah. Based on what? Have you not watched Joan? Is Joan is quirky? Joan left her job to go work at a hot dog stand. 
I don't. I didn't watch Girlfriend. Right, exactly. So but, you wouldn't know, but yeah. So they swear I'm. They like they, lawyer, they swear I give Joan. But no, she doesn't have. But I mean, that's me too. Like she's successful career wise, but like outside of that, she got this little they wild stuff be going on. Yeah. yeah. So like. And you got terrible. <laughs> you got terrible friends. Got, I don't have you terrible lose friends. Your friend that only like me and Maybe I mean I have to think about it. Got a a follower or audience member that want to like holla at her. What are you talking about? Uh, I don't have a friend. You got a friend like me? If I had to, (laughs) if I had to say the who's who's of like my girlfriend tribe, if I'm Joan, then my sister would be. Assistant. Yeah. Yeah. So my, um, my, no. God damn it. <laughs> We're not going verbatim, like, you know, side by side. Yeah. Personality type. type. Okay. She would be um, Maya. I would be Joan. Lynn would definitely be. No. Alicia, if anything, would be. Um, Tony is. Yeah. Successful. Okay. Yeah, Alicia would be Tony. Lynn, I guess Lynn would be Lynn could be my cousin. That's my girl. So yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. We're not gonna say which cousin, but a cousin. Yeah. We know, I know his cousin. We're yeah. Yeah. Alright. Cool. 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 Those are good shows to watch. I think that has a little piece like a piece of nostalgia. Uh, I've been watching Hijack. Uh Crowd Room. I gotta, finish, I gotta watch the recent episode of Hijack. I was busy yesterday. So when did you start watching Hijack? Uh, when it came out. Hmm. Or maybe like, maybe it was like two episodes in it or something like that. Um, it's pretty good show. Yeah. Um, I watched Crowded Room and finished that one. That was, if you if you watch uh, The Many Faces of Billy Milligan on Netflix, it's based it's based off the same premise. Um, it's not the same thing, but it's based off of that. Um, what else did I watch? Uh, it was that show with uh, what's the old girl with peppermint. I'm out. My first played uh, Electra. Um, she was, I feel like she was married to George Clooney. Mm, not Angelina. No, Angelina Jolie was married. No, to no, George no. Either way, I think it was like the, the last thing he told me is the name of the show. Um, that one was good. One was Apparently, good. he he doesn't do Tubi movies too often. Yeah, I'm not watching Tubi, bro. But there is a show on Tubi, or not a show, it's a movie on Tubi. It's called Cinnamon, and it has the girl from, um, well, well, I can't think of it. It doesn't matter. Um, but it's a good show. You ever seen, or a movie, have you ever seen... Dang it! What's like Crash? Yes, in Crash. Okay, so it's kind of like one. It's got one of those type of things where everybody is mixed in somehow, some way. Uh, okay. So, kind of. Yeah, I, I don't want to watch a knockout version of Crash though. It's not like Crash. I'm just saying that it's, it's kind of like charge. like oh okay. wow plot twist. Didn't know that that person was going to be involved. Okay. It's another movie that I watched a long time ago called Eleven Fourteen. I know I'm going on a tangent. I mean, but it was called Eleven Fourteen. It was like it was just like Crash, and it was a really good movie. So if y'all can find that movie, 
go watch it because now I want to rewatch it. I was like younger when it came out. Well, not younger, but I was like maybe eighteen, and so okay. now I want to rewatch it. I mean, yeah, it's really not that old. She, she old, but she ain't that old. I'm not that old. Yeah, I'm twenty one. <laughs> I'm not definitely not twenty one. <laughs> um, I'm a Libra. Okay, we're gonna play this or that with 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 movies. Okay, all right. Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises? Mm, Dark Knight. Okay. Infinity War or Endgame? Yeah, that's tough. But I would have to go with Endgame. Black Panther 1 or Wakanda Family? Black Panther 1. I need need my Black Panther. Yeah. Okay. Um, Beauty and the Beast or Aladdin? Ooh. Aladdin. Okay. Why? Aladdin because... Of the genie, honestly. I so just, Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah Robin true. Williams being the, the genie. The live action one with Will Smith was terrible. That was it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't Disney, really like Disney. Yes, yeah, please, Disney. Stop. If you're watching, no more live actions. Yeah, Give it up. Beyonce's album, whatever, visuals of Blackest right. King was better than Lion King's um, live action. Like, they should have just made it that instead of the. And you went to Beyonce I did. I went Beyonce. on Saturday. Blue was not there. I wanted her to do her little. This was cool. It wasn't a school night. She'd be like, I'm she out of here. Yeah. I, I wanted to see that, but I didn't see it. Okay. It so wasn't you, a school night. It was sorry, Saturday. So you're, are you a beehive member or are you just like Beyonce? I just like Beyonce. I mean, like, I'm not a part of the beehive. I'm not for. I think maybe once I might have put some bees down for something on Instagram, but it was probably because it was something that somebody said that might have been like racially like insensitive or something about Beyonce and I don't play about my black people. That's why. But to be honest, I am a part of the Navy. The Riri Navy. I mean not saying that you can't be a part of both because like everybody needs to be, you know, in unity. But if I had to say who I feel like I'm more inspired by i would say rihanna i think that beyonce is super talented like way more talented than i don't know way more talented than chris brown because that's been a debate lately but I, okay not even yeah. all right but as far as inspiration and you know whatnot i would definitely say i'm a riri navy girl girl Gwirl. Is that yeah. how they say it? Gwirl. 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 G W O R L. However, it's supposed to be Gwirl. I'm a real. I just can't say something like, normal. Like, that just, just gotta be weird with the words. Because it's actually fun. It's fun to say pit. Okay. It's fun to say period. Per- pit. Period. What? <laughs> Pit is period. If you say pit, you say period. But because in Chicago for a while, everybody was just saying pit though. Like, can we talk about Chicago accents? No, we cannot. We could talk about Georgia accents. I mean, we could talk about it, but I don't have one. You do. Yeah, you do. When you get excited or when you get, like, if you get out of your regular, yeah, you sound country. 
And I know because I got a lot of family from like Georgia, Atlanta suburb area. So I, I can hear Chicago it. people that accept that they sound country as well because most of y'all's family members and your ancestors are from the South. Like y'all act like y'all not right here by Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, but we don't. In Arkansas and all that. I don't even think I have a Chicago accent because. That's because you're from the suburbs. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, like, I say daddy. Yeah, we like to talk about that word. Chicago people. Love y'all. But the word is daddy. It's. Daddy is not a word. That's not how you spell it. Phonetically, that. Where are you getting daddy from? Or cop. I mean, are y'all from Boston? Like that's how like Boston, like you, y'all are Boston people are messaging people saying. Okay, well if they're saying it and we're saying it too, then how is it wrong? Because there's an R. What do you do? You say roof or roof? No, but it's okay. My mom would say garage, and it's very strange. (laughs) Uh, My sister says Sardara. Piss me off to no end with her saying. I'm like garage. Where is the jur in there? Like, (laughs) good. It's a good word. Well, my grandma calls yoga yogurt. She was like, yeah, so here's I the like one the little just yogurt. Old people, old some people just can't pronounce words. It's okay. We're not going to shame anybody that cannot enunciate or pronounce words. Yeah, that's not word. right. Or that gets like phrases wrong. Like one time my sister told me, shoot yourself, which I felt it was so insensitive on so many levels. <laughs> but she really meant to say, suit yourself. So I think we should figure out why they say that because yeah. it don't really make a lot of sense. I know, yeah. Let's let's Google. It's that. a it's a lot of uh, like close but no cigars. I told you about that one. I've never heard that. I've heard close, but like only thing is like almost doesn't count separate portions and hand grenades. Who says that? Who people. said that? A lot of Who people said that? A lot of people. No, it's. I've never heard that. You never, never heard, heard. You never heard almost doesn't count separate portions and hand grenades. Yeah, I've only heard almost doesn't count, like brandy. Almost okay. doesn't count. So, you, you but did, you've never heard but close you, but no cigars. Yeah. No, no. How have you never heard? I just want to do a poll at this point. Like, what have you heard more? Close but no cigars, or almost doesn't count except portions and hand grenades. Right. That whole piece. Do you know? Do you, do you understand it? No. Okay, so if you play horseshoes, you get a point for being close to the thing, but not. Okay, so and hand grenades. If I, if if a grenade, oh, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Back to music. So you're a big music head, right? She wouldn't be sending me music trying to get me to. Guess who sampled the song? Like, bro, I'm working. I don't have time to be guessing this stuff. Um, um. <laughs> but okay, give me your top five artists overall, and your top five artists right now. My top five artists overall: Stevie Wonder. Okay, it's a good one. Um, heck, why would you make me do this? Kanye, I'm, I know you feel differently, but he's an artist. He is an artist. I won't, I'm, not, um, not, I'm in Chicago. I don't want no smoke. Let's see. I'm just going to say the other guy from Chicago. R. Kelly. 
No, I'm not going to say R. Kelly, even though he's an artist too. <laughs> um, Jay-Z, I've been highly influenced by. Um, Whitney Houston, she's got range out of this. Yeah, Not just because it's my name. Even though, like, I, I grew up, that. I grew up listening to Whitney Houston, like little girl in her tutu, listening mm -hmm. to. Okay, yeah, sorry. Anyway, um, so now I got one more. Uh, I would have to say Beyonce then, because I love her as like an all-around performer, singer. So that's your top five. All yeah, time. that's my top five. Well, this is trash. You know why? Why? You love Michael Jackson off your list. So your list is null and void. I did leave Michael Jackson off my list. I have I okay. I love Michael Jackson. I do. Okay. I do. I probably should have put him on my top five. I probably you say, you should say Stevie. I yeah, I have to Stevie is my number one. Stevie's my all time. Stevie, Jay Z. Who would I eliminate? Kanye. I can't eliminate Kanye. So Stevie, Kanye, Jay-Z, Whitney, and Beyonce. Okay, so I would have to take Jay-Z off and put Michael Jackson in Jay-Z. So you put Kanye over Jay. It's not my Chicago bias. It's my spectrum bias. <laughs> it's my, my artiste bias. Kanye is an artist. And I respect that in so many, like the way his brain works, okay. I respect that. And I feel like that triumphs, like, him being a business person, him being, like, I don't know, able to dance or able to sing. You know, because Beyonce can dance, sing. Michael Jackson can dance, sing. You know, like, it. I feel like it triumphs all of that because he... He trumps. <laughs> Sarnara. <laughs> yeah, click that one out. Um no, that's the you end. just do bloopers. Yeah. It trumps. Okay. Triumphs. Trumps. Trumps. <laughs> trumps. I, know I don't like I know, saying I, Trump I because, of, like saying because of Donald Trump. Yeah, but it's definitely Trump. All right. All right. Why on. can't it be? Anywho. He trumps all of, like, because of his, he's an artist. Okay. And I love him. Right. I know right. he's... He said some things he shouldn't have said, and he's done some things he shouldn't have done. But okay. all right, we gonna switch to someone. Oh, all right, yeah. All right, so that's your top five all time. Top five. Stevie. No, that was your top I five. I should just do top three. Okay, top three is Stevie, Kanye, and Michael. Mm -mm. It would be Stevie, Michael, and Whitney Houston. Honestly, I would be awesome. Yeah. I will, I will, hey, that's your list. All right, what's your top three right now? Right you now? Because five is hard. But yeah, five is hard. Right now. That's what she said. <laughs> right now. Right now, I've been listening to a lot of. How about we do that? What I've been listening to a okay. lot of. We listen to this um, For a long time, I've been listening to a lot of Ari Lennox. So I would definitely say, like, she's my right now. Like, I listen to her if I hit Alexa. Mm -hmm. We had to give you some shade about her earlier because you was ashy. I wasn't ashy. I just needed a little more. A little more moisturization. Yeah. <laughs> Don't not, act like you didn't use any shade about her either. I just got out the shower, bro. Me too. 
So you came out the house ashy? No, I didn't come out the house ashy. The cold was running on my feet. My feet, like, I used my Fenty on my feet. And when I got here, it just... So basically you saying Fenty dope. No, it just, the other day you had said, oh, you had went like this and said my skin was soft. That was from Fenty. This is Fenty. Mm, I'm not touching your arms. <laughs> Don't. I'm just saying this is this is Fenty. Okay. It looks soft. All right. Anywho. So Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox. Mm-hmm. Brent Fias. Okay. And who else have I been listening to a lot lately? No, I've actually. I'm sorry, but I've been listening to Kanye. I've been listening to Sunday Service. Okay. So, yeah. All right. I'm mad at it. My top three would definitely be Michael, um, Drake, and uh, top three all time. Top three all time. All time. All time. Drake. Well, Drake, I can give Drake. Yeah, Drake's in the top three. I said Michael. All right. Hmm. Hmm. What are you trying to say, Because for me, your music got to like hit everybody. For me, yeah, you top three. told me this. Um. Hmm. Because I'm cut, I gotta cut out so many people. Um, I would say Eminem, but that don't count. No, his music doesn't transcend. Beyonce's music transcends more than that, but that's a different yeah, topic. Beyonce never gonna be on my top three or top five. Um, hmm. I feel like it's like. Right down to my tongue, where I can think of the third person. Um, oh, Missy. The fuck? Oh, Missy. I don't know why I'm saying so hard. That was a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Missy watching all y'all niggas. <laughs> yeah. I can't hear that. That's true. That's why nobody wanted verses with Missy. It's a smoke show. Yeah. It's a smoke show. Um, and her creativity too, yeah. like Missy she videos, background, produce, produce, yeah, you know, do her own stuff. You feel me? So, yeah, them, them my top three. Um, who am I listening to right now? A lot of those. I play so many different things. Um, Aubrey, of course. Um, like right now, heavy. Hmm. Key Glock. Fuck with Key Glock here. Who's an army artist? Probably Brent. Um, I just play, I don't really be listening to like uh, artists. Yeah. I just play my playlist. Me, yeah, I have play. Well, I don't have playlist. I do have playlists, but I also have like certain songs that I'll go off of and then I just don't create a playlist for everybody. So let's do that. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. I also It'll have be a dope gospel playlist. 
I'm, oh, who your top gospel artist? Top gospel artist? Yeah. Ooh. Um. Ooh. I know my mind. That's actually kind of hard for me because artist-wise, like I, I like gospel songs. I mean, Kirk Franklin is like obviously. Um, um, Fred Hammond, um, and then yeah, those are like my go-to's. And then I guess I would say um, I don't want to say I can't say Yolanda Adams because. I um, I can say Mary Mary the Clark sisters maybe. You whisper to yourself. I am I am because I'm in my head right now. Would mm-hmm. be my. I'm a little job. Okay. That is. Yeah, that's that's that would probably be my number three. Yeah. Um. Okay. What's a, what's something in your phone that you listen to? That most people wouldn't think you they were not supposed to Um well you know I've been listening to uh, um what you call it and people didn't think I was listening to that. What? With what's dude? Oh <laughs> Duty. Yeah. Shout out to Duty. Young Duty. Um Yeah, I've been listening to Young Duty. That's a good one. That's a, that that one would throw people off. Yeah, because like. like at one point, you know, you could put the little song on your Instagram thing. You put it in your note. In, your in my note, yeah. <laughs> and people was like, "What you know about that nudie?" I was like, "Oh okay. no." Nah, nudie, nudie is definitely uh, somebody I've been listening to since probably like 2018. Um, but okay, so you got nudie. Mm-hmm. Me. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Um, Sydney Harnett. Oh yeah. Yeah. I play uh, if you let me all the time. I do too. Yeah. Um, I I really I really do like her as an artist. I love that song. Dope. Yeah. I love that song. Um, okay. How did you find that song? I love her. Because I know I think it was on the and Mary Jane episode, and that's how I found the song, and then that's how I found her. Yeah, I didn't watch Be and Mary Jane. Some girl, I think it. I think it was probably the uh, young lady I was dating uh, back in twenty twenty one. She probably sent me the song because um, I looked at where it is in my playlist. And I always think that's interesting, like how you come about. You know, like how you come about artists or like songs. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I be putting people on, and I feel like music is definitely a love language. They need to add that to the. They do, yeah. Because um, if I can't share music with you, I can't really vibe with you for real. Because I listen to so many different things. Because yeah. um, we brought up my um, father saying, I saying, so music. It is something like music a lot of times keep me calm. Yeah. Like if I'm in a bad mood, I would listen to music. Um, but yeah, or if I can't sleep, I listen to music. I used to listen to music. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Like yeah. yeah, my family is very musically inclined. Like I come from 
a lot of people could sing. I, I could just hold a tone. And my mom can sing. My sister can probably sing. Don't tap me. I can, I can, people have told me, like, oh, you sounded good. And I'm like, because my family can sing so well. Like, my aunt sings. And if they don't sing, then, like, they play a music instrument or, like, can, you know, produce or can rap, whatever, freestyle. Like, we known to have cyphers in the backyard on a... Oh, let me, let me get a, a quick eight. Oh, you know, like, so my rap name is Lit. Yeah, I it's used Lady to. Before, yeah. But, uh. What, let me get a quick eight or one quick four. No. <laughs> you gotta, I, I would have to drop a, I need a beat. You need a beat? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. E witty. On the podcast, E witty, and a hot flash. Because I'm nervous. <laughs> no, but I can't look. I can freestyle. Okay. Ask about it. Just ask word. about it. But and I also played an instrument growing up, so I do know how to play the saxophone, and I also know how to play the piano. Okay, what's on top of mind that you want you uh, you've been thinking about? How you didn't respond to me when I texted you and said, "Did you know that Celine Dion and Tony uh, what what is her name? Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton both." were up for singing Unbreak My Heart. It was actually Celine Dion's first. I like stuff like this, like little music, you know, things mm-hmm. that you didn't know, because it was actually Celine Dion's first, and she switched with something else that didn't get as big to give Unbreak My Heart to Tony Braxton, and Tony Braxton gave whatever to her. So, no, I didn't know that. I think it's dope, because if you hear it, if you hear Unbreak My Heart, Celine Dion could have definitely took that song. And if you listen to that Titanic song, Tony Braxton could have sang that song. They have like very similar ballad palettes, how, however you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. I, call it I, don't think, I don't think it would have been as good. No, it wouldn't have. Good thing she did take Unbreak My Heart yeah. and vice versa. But I'm just saying, like, it's kind of, you can hear it. Okay. All right. Um,. Any words of wisdom for me to wrap up? Um, yes. Be sure to drink your oval tea. <laughs> no. Um, my words of wisdom are to always be true to yourself. Because, you know, sometimes you got to remember that. People like me that are a little different. You are a little different. A little different, but I mean, I think everybody's a little off. Yeah. You know. I have my I have my eccentricities, my little quirks. But you ain't quirky. It's okay. That's okay. It's okay. I I'm just I think it's because you can, you grew up in a, a group of people and I grew up in some Yeah, mom. that's the difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of stuff to bounce off of. Yeah. But yeah, that's my that's my word of wisdom is to just is to be yourself and um stay true to yourself. Um no <laughs> Now you wanna talk about me being random. <laughs> 
What's that word? You are beautiful. You are beautiful <laughs> in every single way. And you, you've never watched Mean Girls, and I hate that. Well, I don't watch Mean Girls I, because it's it's a it's a actually a cult classic. It's not even like girly like you think. Just give it a chance. It doesn't matter. It was about high school. You went to high school, and they sang that song in it. You are beautiful. But you know her name. Yeah, because everybody knows her. Alright, anyway. Thanks for joining us today. Um, make sure you like, share, subscribe. Um, like I said, next week we will be talking uh, to a black filmmaker. And we're gonna just I'm gonna just keep this thing rolling. Um, I went to the podcast summit uh, this past weekend and I learned a lot of stuff that I'm gonna bring to y'all. So I uh, look forward to uh Hard on the you episodes and talking issue trade uh, that that will be coming soon. As y'all keep watching these episodes, I keep growing. But uh, like I said, like, share, subscribe. All my links or all my always follow me are in the in the description uh, at the bottom. Again, this was brought to you by Sony, brought to you by Ken, brought to you by Apple, and Lady Witty. Lady Witty. Uh, but yeah, as I always say. Um, I wish you peace, patience, understanding. Knowledge was in the sermon. Help strength resolve. Uh, be the best version of you because all, everyone's already taken. Uh, make sure you. <laughs> all right. I wish you peace, patience, understanding. Knowledge was in the sermon. Help strength resolve. Uh, be the best version of you because everybody's already taken. Uh, be easy or not, but understand that every choice has a consequence and every action. That's a reaction. Y'all be easy. Peace out.